Oh, man. What have you been up to this week so far, Brent? Uh, not shit, really. Yeah. I, I worked. Wow. And then, um, Sounds shitty, man. Fuck working. I worked, and then and then I watched this particular uh, anime series that uh, we're about to talk about. Iria. Iria. Serum, the animation. The animation. Don't try to talk. Yeah, very important because uh, there's uh, two, I believe, two live-action films that also came out. Um, live-action, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and uh, they're not bad, but <laughs> they're closer to, like, uh, say, um, like... Power Rangers? Yeah, Power <laughs> Rangers and Ultraman and, you know, your are uh, the similar ilk... Because it's got a very strange, awful uh, creature that looks like a Power Rangers villain, but boy, is it way fucking worse. Mm -hmm. And um, all I've been doing, dude, is uh, trying to get better at uh, Soul Calibur. Yeah, it's a a different kind of beast. We'll definitely be covering Six uh, in the near future. Um, Series is very near and dear to me, and uh, it is closer to... Like, three, but they've done a lot of random shit. Kind of like what anime's gone through in the years since, uh, fucking 93, when this came out. The movie, the live-action adaptation, came out in 91. It all began. It all began in 91. (laughs) But, uh, um, it's a six-episode OVA, and, um, it... It's actually, it feels like it could probably be done in, like, one two-and-a-half-hour movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, granted, it's about three hours anyway, but, pretty like... Close, like, two hours, 50 minutes, maybe? Yeah. It's pretty damn close. But, uh, overall, you know, it's got that kind of 90s-esque animation style, though the colors aren't really washed out or anything... I lucked out. You can actually find this completely for free. It's the dub. I'm sure you can find a sub of it for free as well on YouTube. All six episodes in a nice little playlist. So uh, just like last time when we covered an anime, uh, Wicked City, I watched the dub. Brent watched the sub. We got our bases covered. (laughs) And uh, I am so ready for you guys to uh, hear about this. Um, It's been 20 years since I saw this particular uh, OVA. And uh, it was one that my brother actually showed me, and it was one of the uh, first animes that got me into anime, along with Ninja Scroll and some other very gory uh, films and shows. I was going to ask you, like, how does it, how does it hold up? From oh, when you watch, up. It when holds you up. back then, yeah. See, like, okay, so which I'm sure is going to be at least part of the thumbnail for this episode. You can kind of get a look at what Zayram looks like. And uh, Tony from our VR episode, I had him over last night while we had some beers and watched it. And of course, the dub in the 90s is like, dude, they didn't really have um, a calling for voice actors in the they 90s. They didn't have Yuri Lowenthal to do all the voices. Yeah, or Steve Blum for that <laughs> yeah. uh, for yeah. that matter. Not yet. And um, so it's, it's very funny. You know, it's uh, some like very B acting, but... It holds up overall. The animation's great. When I was a kid and saw this, Zayrum gave me nightmares. Like, the tiny fucking face, like, getting all contorted and jawy and like... Yeah, <laughs> like, doesn't like tiny faces. I don't like tiny faces. Uh, back in, like, 2014 when we were dealing with um, Mitt Romney, tiny face Mitt. Like, that was... Dude, I always thought that A terrifying was, time for me. He was gonna be, like, giving a speech and then all of a sudden he's like, well, I have something I have to show everybody here. And then his face would just, like, open up and then, like, peel back. And then it's just, like, Terminator, like, robot face. Oh, my God. <laughs> As I was very convinced that was going to happen. And then he'd take off his suit and he's wearing the fucking Mormon onesie. Mm-hmm. The protective uh, uh, undergarments. Yes. <laughs> Man, 2012 was a much simpler time in the old political landscape. It really was. Uh, but if you look at Iria and you see the future, boy, does it get complicated. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of a hard story to follow. It seems that, like, the government has essentially been completely taken over by, like, corporate companies, things like that. Corporate interests, I guess. Very cyberpunk in nature. Yeah, it's, uh, if if you guys are familiar with the manga um, Desert Punk, 
It's very much so that, or even somewhat like Tank Girl, but not the fucking movie. Like, uh... <laughs> no Kangaroo Men? No Kangaroo Men. Dang it. Yeah, but it's like a very much so like a deserty wasteland thing, villages, not really cities. It doesn't really, um, it doesn't really give a whole lot of backstory. No, and like it gives you the idea the that it's like not on Earth either. Yeah. Like this is not Earth, this is a land far, far in the future. Because I tell you what, a long time ago. If I had to sift through like two or three episodes of just a bunch of exposition. Yeah. I'd probably have been like... I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it was trash. I no. can deal with a little exposition, like it's fine, but like if it's yeah. just like, they only had I think like a, about a minute maybe in the beginning, if you know, kind of telling you about like what's going on, and uh, really getting into the plot for Iria. Story begins with Iria. Uh, she's like a total fucking greenhorn bounty hunter. So be. Uh, you you wouldn't really know the difference because she seems to hold her own just fine. Yeah, she's pretty fucking badass. But uh, her first bounty that she goes after gets taken out from under her. Another uh, couple things to kind of sh- tell you guys what this is like. Now, keep in mind, this is in 93, so it's before a lot of these things. But uh, it's like the story of Asha Stampede from Trigun or um, somewhat... You can see some similarities between, like, Metroid and Alien or Aliens. You know, very much so, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, overall, her first bounty gets taken away from her by this fucking, like, green crab rangoon-haired-looking motherfucker called uh, Fujikuro, who's got uh, a Japanese umbrella helicopter. Yeah, don't worry about it. And, uh... It flies. His voice uh, for, like, the dub is just like, well, you got beads like a man, and girls should wear makeup. Yeah. He's very, like... How dare you wear a man's hair beads? <laughs> My anal beads are what make me a man. See, like, people always come up to me and try to start shit, mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, they'll grab me by the shoulder and I'll turn around, you know? Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then you get a little swing in your hair. Yeah, you know, pull out my pony, t- my very long ponytail, <laughs> adorned with uh, turquoise charms, and then they immediately <laughs> back the fuck down because they know. Do we need Turok drums for that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No, no, I, I'm not gonna. I, I can't do that again. <laughs> so um, afterwards, you know, Iria meets back up with Bob. Bob. And, and her brother, Glenn. Now, you'll see or hear sometimes, they might refer to Glenn as Gren. Yeah. In the in the English dub. Oops. Yeah, Gren or uh, fucking some variation of Glenn and Gren put together. And then, of course, Bob is Bob. Babu. Uh, when Tony and I were watching it, we were like, dude, he's probably just got an incredibly hard-to-pronounce uh, Japanese name, so they just went with Bob. Now they call him Bob in the sub. Yep, named Babu. 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 So, overall, um, Fujikuro, Bob, Glenn, and Iria are all bounty hunters for Gomvac security. And, um, like I said, Iria is very much so a greenhorn. She gets her first bounty taken out from under her. Well, then they get this uh, sort of, like, uh, I guess... um you want to call it like a a hint or something like that, a lead in the Mm. pipeline. Like, Hey, this fucking, uh, uh, this science firm out in space is in need of, uh, help and they're going to pay a lot of fucking money. And, um, at the same time, they aren't allowed to go because this other, like this essential, uh, like government entity and their robo machines. Yeah. Uh, have the whole place locked down because of what's going on at that uh, facility. They don't want anyone to go. So, you know, there's a firefight, etc., etc. And uh, pretty fucking sweet, actually. Like, we get to see some of the stuff that Iria is capable of, like jumping onto rooftops and taking pot shots and using a whole bunch of really crazy cyberpunk tech. The, the very like very like low tech firearms. Yep, low they, tech firearms. Almost seems like, like every firearm has like at least two uses. Yep. Yeah, like oh, flip it around and now all of a sudden it shoots needles. Yeah, and they like explode. Yeah, and like create wire traps or uh, shit out caltrops on the floor. Um, a lot of uh, fucking like 
um, DIY bombs. Mm-hmm. Like, bombs put in fucking, like, bamboo shoots and fucking uh, just blowing up like a rocket, you know? Things get nuked all the time in this <laughs> in this uh, anime, and there's a lot of gore. Uh, so if you like that kind of, like, 90s old school, uh, somewhat, not necessarily like a straight-up gore fest. No, it's really not that violent. No, it's uh, it's there, and it's definitely a space horror, you know? It's like a, or a sci-fi horror because of this creepy fucking alien and, and the things that it brings with it. So um, when they get there to this space station, uh, they they find a whole bunch of people who are absolutely terrified, and the whole place is locked down. Mm-hmm. And there's a shitload of dead people. And they're like, oh my god, can we really leave? They're like, yeah, get in the fucking escape pods and get the fuck out of here. And, um, and the escape pods are like Japanese, like feudal era, like yeah, Tokugawa era, like boats. Yeah, they really are. Like, like flying space. Yeah, there's a lot of um, like feudal era Japan architecture all over the wasteland. Everything is, I mean, yeah, it's an anime from the 90s, <laughs> but like it's just this weird blend of cyberpunk meets like feudal Japan. Like, m- much of the design is very like traditional Japanese. Yeah. Uh, uh, influenced. Yeah, I mean, like, there is straight up a dude using a Japanese parasol helicopter. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I, I, need I say any more? Yeah. <laughs> nah, enough said. Enough fucking said. Enough fucking said. So, when they kind of get through a portion of this space station, they're finding more and more corpses, and uh, they find, like, the lead doctor guy slash, like, CEO dude. Mm-hmm. And, um... He's like, no, don't fight the thing. It comes out and it looks like goddamn Yojimbo from Final Fantasy X. Uh-huh. Got a big ass disc head, tiny, creepy, like, Red kabuki eyes. theater. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Lady No face. Yeah. And then, um,. Yeah, like the red eye slit thing that makes it look like a fucking Cylon. And then giant shoulders covered in fur, and it has, like, martial arts knowledge and like weird ass samurai and ninja weapons Uh and it seems to be a goddamn juggernaut like they're fucking firing at it it just keeps walking they're literally fighting uh nemesis mr x and (laughs) william birkin put together it really is yeah it really do it it really be like that this time (laughs) and like a goddamn disc head like this thing is it's it's unsettling as fuck yeah it's super unsettling so like glenn uh, initiates hand-to-hand combat. Because that's, you know, once firearms fail. You should probably kick it. Yeah. And, like, he kicks it, and it just, like, doesn't move, and then just throws him, like, 20 fucking feet. And then he's like, nobody's ever thrown me before, yeah. alien creature. Yeah, like, in the dub, he's like, no man has ever thrown me that far. He's like, does this look like a motherfucking man, <laughs> Glenn? Do it look like a man. <laughs> He don't, though. He do not. He do not. So then, you know, he gets out his tonfas, they fight for a while, and... just, like, uh, tiger knees at it. Tiger knee! And it's just, like, not moving. No. And then it just whips out shurikens. Yeah. Like, shuriken needle things. And it's, like, wolverine claws now, too. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Sure. And, like, the creepy, like, no face... Well, I guess they're more like the ninja guy in, like, razor talons. Yeah. That's what I was thinking was, like, the needles or something like that. I don't know. It's got weaponry. (laughs) Yeah, it's got plenty of uh, sharp stuff. And, like, this big cloak. So you're not sure exactly what it's hiding in its its tragic cloak of tricks. (laughs) But, um, Glenn gets his fucking ass kicked, like, all the fuck over the place. And, um, while he's dealing with that, the door seals. They're getting everyone else's safety. And then, uh... They don't know what happened to Glenn, but then the disc head from Zerum comes out. Yeah. And it's, like, flying around, and, like, the face on it is, like, stretching out like a xenomorph mouth. And, yeah. like, going, like... And it's, like, yeah. getting all fangs and shit. And chomping it's, at people. It's terrifying. And, like, it flies into Bob and, like, about cuts him in half. Him, yeah. yeah, and it's, like, munching on his fucking guts. And he's just like, you have to go. I can't hold him longer. (laughs) And, like, there's a pretty great line from the dub. Oh, yeah. Now, come on and freeze him while you've still got the chance. And there's so many other gems like that in this anime. Like, at least in the dub. I'm sure that the sub 
is a little bit more immersive. It's fine. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, the, like... the sub is probably like <laughs> it's probably... allows you to watch it and not be broken out of the story from like just goofy ass nineties yeah, dubbing. It's, yeah, it's not really distracting from the main story or anything like that. Right. So, um Bob and like CEO and a couple other people, they get out in an escape pod area and her brother are trying to figure out how the fuck to just destroy the whole fucking thing. They're like, let's nuke this bitch. And, um, you know, Duke is there and he's ready to fucking kick some ass because <laughs> he's out of bubble gum, alien to, things. I'm here to, uh, lick dick chew, and dick chew on him. ass, but like, I'm all out of ass dick. Yeah. Uh, so, Something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, so like they're getting chased by Zerum's head and now it's like controlling parts of the ship because guess what it's also a symbiote and it can yeah. just attach to things and like manipulate them so iria's brother glenn stays back nukes the whole fucking thing as iria gets away in their weird spaceship um she gets like blown around a bit in space because of this massive explosion and overall actually like crash lands back onto their planet uh, she's got like the big ass cool like crystal force fields and shit and that's when we uh, end up meeting like our other two main characters <laughs> which are these fucking like children repscallions <laughs> repscallions yeah I, I, they're like somewhere between like the ages of like 8 and 12 something like that yeah somewhere right around there but they're both orphan children of course and uh, yeah so like you've got a um uh, like redhead, spiky-haired girl who's originally thought to be a boy. Imagine that in an, in an anime. What? <laughs> and then the other one grows up into Cosmo Kiryu. He really fucking does. <laughs> no, he <it> doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got K, uh, who's the uh, who's the redheaded, spiky-haired uh, girl. I'm gonna say stepchild. Yeah, stepchild. I'm your mother now. And then uh, you've got Komimasa, who's got the green hair and like uh, light orange armor. Um. But yeah, he's uh he's like always hungry. They're both like street urchins and shit. They initially try to steal Iria's ship. She kind of warms up to them, and uh, after she's like, a while, oh, it's cool. You're just trying to live. Yeah, like that's fine. Like <laughs> whatever. Thanks for hitting me in the fucking face. Yeah. And, steal uh, my goddamn hair beads. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what? What so... kind of sick little bastard? <laughs> Stealing <laughs> hair beads. Yeah. You don't do that. It's like no. cutting off a dwarf's beard. <laughs> My beard! <laughs> uh, so, like, they're dealing with all this shit, and, like, Iria gets her shit back, and is like, oh, these kids. These fucking yeah. kids. They're alright. Meanwhile, like, it's cool. probably, I don't know, quarter of a mile away in the same village, yeah. Zayrum had time. also fucking crash-landed and was, like... Fucking shit up. Yeah, he was, like, regrowing, and then you see that he can, like, literally, like... Put things in his body. Yeah, he has like, like a wrist cannon. Maybe make sound like somebody's gun. Yeah, because like at first he has like a fucking construction beam or something like that. And he's like using it to like hit people from his arm or something. Well, he like, like whip had tentacles. To yank something out of his skull. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, and he's got the milk coming out of his head. Yeah, he's got a bunch of milkies coming out. <laughs> he's like, gotta get the milk out. <laughs> Pulling beams out, and then uh, someone tries to shoot a cannon at him. He takes that, flips it around, and puts Reverses it in his it. arm. Yeah. And then just blows everyone to fucking smithereens. He had, like, someone who was just, like, shooting bullets out of his body. Mm-hmm. Just, like, yeah, not, he had, like, like, not from his He just had, like, gun gun body, I guess. Yeah, like, he had, like, multiple... He had ever, all the villagers' guns in mm-hmm. his gut. And, like, so he had 360-degree cannons. And he just, like, destroyed all these people and, like, mothers, children, guys. They're all dying. Uh-huh. Everywhere. And, um... You know, Iria comes in to, to fight and everything like that. They uh, end up having to, like, run away. And um, just like, okay, we'll deal with this later. Uh, because he's a goddamn juggernaut. So, um, from there, they're kind of trying to figure out what the fuck happened to everybody. And, um, like, the kids end up running into, like, a fucking, like, spaceship at one point, like, some weird pod, and Eerie is, like, trying to get the lowdown on, um, Bob, who's thought to be alive, Mm -hmm. and when she makes the call to the security firm that they work for, uh, 
they're like, oh yeah, no, he died in an auto accident. It's, yeah, it's when she gets back home to ma- mice, mice or mice. I yeah. think they pronounce it mace, maybe. Like I, it's I remember, M-Y-C, or spelled M Y C. Yeah, uh, they get rid of serum in that second episode by like teleporting him away. Yeah, and they throw him in a teleporter. Yeah, and so like when she is asking like, okay, so where the fuck's Bob at? And she's like getting this weird ass answer, and she's like, uh, no, like he's he's alive. You know, he's not dead. And then calls a different, uh, like, I don't know what the fuck she calls after that. That, like, corporation that yeah. took the job from. It was, like, yeah. town tor- torbist or some shit. Yeah, and they're like, what job? That yeah. didn't happen. That no, was never didn't. a thing. Nuh-uh. And she's, like, hearing a robot, vo- like, a, well, not a robot voice, but, like, uh, yeah, just a disembodied. disembodied voice being like, Iria, hang up the phone. Iria, yeah. stop calling. Don't do, do not it. ask anymore. And um, Fujikuro comes flying by, and he's like, Iria, you gotta get out of there. And that's when she realizes that, like, her fucking guns are missing, and, like, all this other shit doesn't add up, and, like, the transmission is kind of fucked up. And uh, she ends up jumping out of the place with Fujikuro uh, just like, seconds. Like, a grenade in her apartment? Yeah, like, to just fucking destroy her, because apparently she's being targeted by uh, what is called the... Uh, Tipidol? Yes. Yeah, the the Tipidol fucking corporation or Tendon. Tendon Tipidol. Ted Tedden? Tedden Tipidol Corporation, which are the robots that we saw earlier, the red robots. Um like helper bots. Yeah, they're like just (laughs) fucking Venture Brothers helper bots with the fucking wheelie legs that Uh just move around in tornadoes. (laughs) Um and then like we have like a shootout scene with a whole bunch of them and there's like the fucking cotton candy perfume tanks. Yeah, these like little like hover tanks that look like they just like little perfume bottles, like the little like, <laughs> and then like they shoot big pink. bullets at them. Yeah, like, they, like shmup enemies. They really are. And uh, Fujikuro is actually like really good at flying his uh, his umbrella, <laughs> and the area is like really fucking fast for some reason. Yeah, like past Olympic speeds, and uh, you know just like a big run and gun scene. And uh, it was all to cover up the plot of what initially was supposed to be the Zerum project, where they were they found this alien Zerum, and they wanted to use it as a biological weapon. So they were studying it, everything like that. It went awry, and then it killed everyone on that uh, space station. For some reason, they thought it'd be really easy. Yeah, like you know they usually do in these sorts of sci-fi <laughs> uh, horror and action films. Like even a child can do it. Uh oh, it's destroying the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Good, now it's now it's planet side. Now it's literally just murdering everyone. So, like that brings us back to Zerum being literally like still around. Uh Bob, you find out never recovered from his injuries, but he uh like uploaded his mind to uh an AI system because he was apparently like a super tech savvy dude, like Talking about how uh, he's very good friends with the Karma system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... The Karma computer? The Karma computer. Which I was... Yeah. (laughs) Made him fitter and happier. Yeah. Stronger. Better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, like, he's now Iria's AI, like, on her battle suit. Yeah. And kind of, like, helping them out. Now he's got all the uh, information and everything like that. Thus making, like, another uh, Samus... Yeah. Uh, parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Adam. Yeah. Bob is Adam. So together, like, they end up, like, continuing to try and investigate things. We then see, like, the kids with this doctor. Uh, they somehow, like, save the doctor because they just accidentally stumbled into the fucking place that he was being held up at by, like, ruffian raiders. Yeah, that for some reason he didn't get killed. Yeah, like, he was just tied up to a chair. Well, they thought he was dead because he was just, like, sleeping super hard, so maybe yeah, that's why. Yeah, he's old as fuck. He's old. Right? So the kids end up, like, you know, after realizing, like, okay, Grandpa's not dead, <laughs> they untie him, they're, like, running around, they're like, wow, all these fucking raiders have been killed. What the fuck did this? And then they start turning into disgusting, weird muscle creatures. Yeah. Like... Straight up out of your nightmares, man. Like, uh, they look like something straight out of... They look like Laws Plagueis monsters. Kinda. Kinda. Or like, um... Minus all the tentacles. 
Yeah, yeah, no whippies, but more like spikies and things. Yeah. So now we know that like it can actually. Just... Like, I was gonna say they look like enemies from the suffering. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. What the fuck? Like with the claw hands. <laughs> Unsettling as fuck. Yeah. So now we know like Zayram. Okay, good. He can fucking mutate uh, biological material. Yeah, you can make Great. like fucked up clones and shit. So like, if he's not dealt with, he will literally just ruin the planet. So, uh, Iria with Bob and, uh, Fujikuro now kind of, uh, um, kind of meet up with, like, the kids, and Fujikuro's like, ha, fuck this, <laughs> and, um, he jets because he's a fucking coward. He's a little bitch. And, uh, the Sucks. old man, for some reason, isn't, you know, a coward in the face of true terror, and, um... He's devoted to research. Yeah. Research uh, makes all the all the fear go away. Right. And, like, Glenn shows up after having been blown up on the fucking Karma, which is the name of that space station. And uh, they're like, what? And the area, like, about gets fucking got because she's like, brother. Brother, no. <laughs> Nissan, no. He's like, I'm gonna do it. And he almost does. He almost fucking does like that. That would have been that would have been it. Then it's just like watch these two kids now get mutilated and this old man get butt fucked by Zerum. Just go back to sleep. This booty hole gets eaten out by the lady face. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how it's It really is. We could have done the we could have done the sound effects for but it. No, we, we you know, we're cutting costs here. So Iria notices that like something's fucked up with her brother, that he definitely fucking died, and Bob's like, Yeah, no, he's fucking dead. That is not your brother. Like, I just did a scan on him, and that's not your brother. Mm-hmm. And so like after he gets shot a few times, like his body twists, contorts, and you find out that it's essentially just an extension of Zerum. And basically just, like, a weird, like, seed of Zerum that kind of grew out of him. But it appears that somehow Zerum had, like, swallowed her brother or something like that. Like, he had taken in all of his essence. I don't really (laughs) anime things. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Don't worry about that. He essentially, like, evolves into William Birkin, where he's got, like all these teeth and mouths and shit on him, and he's got big old spikies. And uh, in the dub, there's this great line where she ends up blowing him up with a rocket launcher that, like, starts him on fire. And she just says, I don't care what you are, as he just melts. <laughs> like, and then that's it. Yeah, and it shows you him melting for a while. And um, You think there's going to be, you know, something to add to that? And it just isn't. No, that's it. Yep. I don't care what you are. Yeah. Bitch. See ya. <laughs> bitch that's it so <laughs> they continue to try to get away and there's this really fantastic i want i wanted this to be the thumbnail but we probably should put zerum on there but uh k in Iria's uh ship that she essentially inherited from bob and glenn where oh. uh, she's just got like this dumb fucking face it's like episode three at 11 minutes in if i remember right but you'll know when you watch it like, they literally just drew her in the ship and then drew a smiley face on her, and she's waving. <laughs> just, like, two dots in a line. Yeah, you're not really meant to I, look at it for more than two I seconds. I fucking cry laughed, my dude. Like, <laughs> it fucking killed me. Alright. It's like me looking at all my haters. Yeah. Just addressing my haters. And, uh, so, like, when they when they come back to this and, like, you know, they blow Zerum through a wall because I, I believe it gets hit by the vehicle, if I remember right. Yeah. Something like that. Probably. And uh, he comes out and he's got his big old fucking arm cannons, all these other weapons and shit. And uh, now he's got the spikes, too, because apparently something happened and now he's got the spikes. <laughs> it's Zerum, dude. He's literally, like, if you want to fight Superman as a monster, it's Zerum. <laughs> It's, it's fucking awful. <laughs> Everything bad that a, that a sci-fi horror yeah, monster Zerum shoots have. little versions of itself out of its hands. Yeah, and can also Basically. see radio waves, probably. <laughs> it and, can fly around the planet and turn back time. <laughs> and make clones of your dead brother to come back and get you. And get you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just get you. <laughs> Grabs you. Reach out with his green hands. Like you, yeah. And he did have green hands. He did have he did. green hands. Oh. Like that Scooby-Doo thing where, like, they don't know the monster's right behind them. And they just have stupid, like... Swipe. <laughs> yeah, he hugs like himself. the little fucking dust cloud. And, yeah, he hugs himself. Yeah. That's Zerum. That's Zerum. 
So, like, uh, Eerie is about to get fucking killed. The kids and the doctor are getting away in, in a vehicle, but then Komimasa, something comes over him and he's no longer just a lowly street urchin and it's like yeah. like he's like ah my entire moral compass has flipped i should get this rocket launcher to iria the master of rocket launchers yeah. and because like iria it's has really powerful changed. like iria has completely changed as a character by episode three as well yeah like you see just this crazy dynamic change in every single character in six episodes so like if you want a really great story and you weren't exactly sure that you wanted to spend 450 episodes of your time watching to, fucking Naruto or like One Piece, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Like, you can literally just watch Iria in six episodes. And that's what these like shorter OVAs and then like, you know, your 25 to 30 or so episode animes do. They tell you the story that you need to hear, that you want to hear, and give you all the details in a shorter amount of time. So anyway, Komimasa, with this rocket launcher, runs in. Yeah, while, like, big attacks are happening. Yeah, like, the fucking, yeah, they've got, like, the dual beams going on, and he fucking jumps in the middle of the way without even fucking pressing his fucking beam cannon, (laughs) and then he gets fucking, like, literally just... Impaled. Yeah, just straight up fucking, just big-ass spike through his armor into his gut, and like gets her the rock, and he's like, "Here, I thought you might want this. The Since I'm not rockets. a bad, I'm a bad shot. Uh, like a warrior's death for an eight year old. Yeah. And then they're she's tough. They're used to it. Yeah. Just Kobe and then just like rocket, boom, and just seemingly, I don't care what you are. Yeah. Seemingly blasts Zerum away. Like he's dealt with, and they fucking. Like, they're sitting there with Komimasa's body. That's the kind of weird thing. It's like, okay, yeah. so this juggernaut creature just got got by this rocket launcher, and it's it's seemingly dead. Well, it's it wasn't, like, Zerum itself. It was yeah. just, like, a weird. offspring of it. Yeah, uh, Zerum spawn. Yeah. To bring more in from uh, Final Fantasy X, like, Sin spawn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, we just gotta bring back the calm, brother. Hit the... <laughs> Hit hit sin with the jack shot. <laughs> yeah, hit your dad with the with the shot that you learned from your dad in that weird hallucination you had on that ship. I really like how that whole dad. game is just like trying to beat up your dad. <laughs> <It really is. laughs> this is for touching on my manga dad. Yeah, me and my weeaboo friend Orin are gonna fucking yeah. kill you. Swear to God. The Man, plural is just Kimari, anime. Kimari Blue Ronzo. <laughs> no Greenhorn. Get out of here, you fucking simpleton. <laughs> so, um, like, Zerum's, like, dealt with, apparently. And Komimas is like, eh, 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 and, like, uh, has and, some words, and then they're like, no, don't don't leave us, Komimasa. We can't get enough of saying your name. Yeah, rip in peace. Komimasa. James Comey Moss. <laughs> Indict the president Comey Moss. <laughs> Please. Before time runs out. Reopen the investigation James Comey Moss. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> so he fucking dies. And they just bury him and put like a little fucking like stick in the fucking thing. And they're like driving away. And the, like... the fucking doctor has like two strange like bamboo shoot looking things that are in crosses. And he just says, I'm going to continue my research. I think he had, like, DNA samples in those. They were, like, syri- they were, like, little, like, syringe things. But they looked like fucking, like, little bamboo crosses. Yeah, like, just like, my research. My research, though. <laughs> and then and then Kay's stomach growls, and she's like, huh, I'm hungry, just like Komi Masa. And you're like, or, like, any other living being in the world. Yeah. And Iria's just like, huh, I'm hungry, too. Let's have fucking meal in in memory. Memory of Komimasa. <laughs> Pour out of 40 for Komimasa, the eight year old. I wanted to add, like, a side note, too. Like, so, like, my brother, you know, got me in on these, uh, on, like, you know, the early 90s animes and everything like that. So, we had the original, I want to say it was three VHS tapes of Iria. And um, we also had, like, the figures 
because figures were pretty hard to fucking come by. I don't know where the hell we got them. We were in Dubuque, Iowa, of all places. I remember that. And I believe he got Komimasa, K, and Iria, and they had, like, a fuckload of extra things with them. But, like, you know, he had them standing up on, like, a shelf or whatever, and I was, like, a piece of shit fucking, like... I don't know, somewhere between seven and nine years old, and I was using the fucking play because I loved action figures as a kid. And uh, we also got, like, the Cyborg Ninja Gray Fox and, like, Liquid Snake, <laughs> Revolver Ocelot, and Solid Snake. Gray Fox versus Zero. And it's, like, it's kind of weird because, you know, back then it's like, okay, well, there's not really a market for any of this stuff that we've been talking about as far as anime goes. Can you imagine walking into a place and walking out with, like, six fucking figures? Yeah. No. Like, because that would be, like, well over a grand. Like, even if they have, like, the ball joints that you can actually see and they're not statues, you're probably going to be walking out of there with, like, a grand less in your pocket. Yeah. And these were probably, like, 10 to $15 a pop. Inflation, man. <laughs> Inflation of anime and pop culture, my dude. Now you've gone too far. Right. So that's the end of that episode. You move into the next one, and like Iria, they yeah, they get they get over Koimasa's death like comically fast. Yeah, they're like ha ha ha, right into the sunset, talking about going out for a fucking burger. Yeah. And Komimasa's like, it's cool. I'm not even cold yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, come eat me. So, um. In the following episode, Iria goes through, like, some very intense VR training through Bob's AI. And, um, like, we get to see some of her fucking sweet-ass sword play. Her, like, ivy uh, chain sword thing. And, like, she's fighting, like, the weird uh, genetically modified spiky mouth flesh muscle creature things. Mm -hmm. that, That, like, hop around and have, like, scyther hands and bullshit. It's really fucking neat, though. Um, but yeah, so like they're dealing with that. She's like doing all this intense training, trying to get better. And, uh, she is, and they're trying to make sure like, okay, well, where the fuck is Zerum? And they start trying to investigate on where to find Zerum again. (sighs) But he was there the whole time. Right. Yeah. He was just around, uh, spreading sin spawn. (laughs) Yeah. And now like the, uh, um, Ted, 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 Tedintipadoo Corporation is now like, okay, we literally can't just hide this anymore. I don't think we talked about that part where um, when she like fucks everybody up at their headquarters. Oh, yeah, that's right, because she goes after the CEO guy. She had, that they had, she had the CEO's like, necklace. And, then, and like, like holding him out, like, off the ledge yeah. by his necklace. And then she uh, took the little, there was, she the, yeah, there was like a hidden microchip inside. Mm-hmm. And then like... Eventually, they leave through a teleporter, and then, like, they teleport the necklace back, but then she just put, like, fart gas in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fart gas on the... on the. Oh, yeah, because she rides, like, a mushroom cap up an explosion in an yeah. elevator shaft, which is there. pretty cool. We've all been late for a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I better grab this mushroom cap so I can blow up this elevator shaft and ride it up way faster than an elevator. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, like... Dealing with all that, well, then Zerum, for some reason, decides he's going to, like, attack the headquarters. Like, it seems like Zerum is now drawn towards Iria for whatever reason. And, like, coming after her. So, like, you know, they're fighting in the headquarters. People are getting just, like, obliterated. There's more creatures coming out of the ground and all that shit. And uh, the corporation has to, like, figure out what the fuck they're going to do real fucking fast. So, like, amidst all of this shit kind of happening and, like, Zerum now creating just, like, all these genetic mutation monster things, um, that's when all of the, like, top brass and, like, the corporate governments have, like, a little secret meeting. Um, because, like, you know, the uh, the Ted and Tipidol thing, like, just cannot fucking cover it up and like the government's like no dude it's fine it's fine it's fine but people keep going missing and it seems that Zerum's actually able to use like all of the teleportion uh teleportation kind of shit they're like okay what the fuck is going on and that's when uh Zerum actually comes after Iria and we find out the big scary thing about uh what actually happened to her brother because they have a face off uh in this building mm-hmm. and like 
it's it's getting very bad. Like, there are monsters everywhere. It's about to be all-out war. They're like, okay, this thing is literally going to take over the planet. Like, oh, good. So we find out that Glenn had been completely taken over by Zerum and was, like, a part of him was still in it, like in Zerum and like sentient and aware of what was going on and he has a gray fox moment <laughs> where he like peels out of Zerum and he's like Iria take the shot and she's like I can't do it yeah <laughs> and he's just talking about finding himself on the battlefield yeah and she's just like I can't do it it's no and use it's no use I can't do it so with the clones spreading and that dealing like that going on she ends up like blowing it to fucking smithereens again but she doesn't. She gets, like, hurt. Yeah, she gets real badly wounded. And now, like, we move into, like, episode six, the final one, where now all of, like, the corporations are like, okay, we need to band together and figure out how the fuck to deal with this thing because it is very bad. And it's, like, on top of, like, like what appears to be a giant stone mushroom, but I believe is actually, like, a building. Yeah. Because the future... Yes. And, um, like, the corporations are like, okay, we have a plan. We're going to, uh... Let's take mice <laughs> and move it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, we're just gonna take the whole thing that well, Zerum's on. Yeah. And we're just gonna fucking throw it somewhere else because we have giant teleportation cannon lasers. Like, they create a field around it. And, like, uh, Iria and, um, Kay are using every fucking tool in their disposal to deal with it. And, like, Kay's staff from the previous episode, her idea was to hit him with it, and it would put him in one of those, like, crystal force field things and trap him. Like, he can't break out of it. He'll just have to stay in there. But they don't know if that's going to work. But that's kind of their plan. And Iria's like, wow, that's really brilliant. And, of course, by now she's, like, a full-fledged bounty hunter... And way smarter, like, undergone a lot of fucking training. Has, like, the cool-ass fucking, like, wing that she uses to, like, glide around with. And, uh, like, way more weapons in her arsenal. And, like, now uh, a master swordsman. And now shit's real? Yeah. So, after they, uh, kind of, like, get on top to confront this motherfucker, uh, like, they literally land in front of him. Because, uh, Kay's... Uh, shield spear thing saved them from a massive explosion and like getting fucked. Getting like smashed up in an elevator. And Zerum's like, what's up bitch? Just like standing in front of him when they get out. And there's like a pretty sweet scene and uh, like Kay's actually like very cool under pressure for a child. Yeah. And like blows a fucking like weird alien anus spawn point. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like Spawning point. And it's like as it just shrinks into a tighter butthole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, they fight Zerum some more, and uh, Iria gives Kay the wing, because Kay was like, oh, I want that. And she's like, oh, no, yeah, it's yours. Like, you can have it. And, you know, gives it to her so that she can get the fuck away. As the laser cannons go up to, like, teleport the whole fucking thing they're fighting on, and it almost appears at first that they get transported onto the moon. Yeah, like it looks like like frozen space. Yeah, because like everything's like shimmery. It's very dark. There's stars out in the sky. I was like, what the fuck is going? Oh, whatever, dude. Anime. Yeah. You know, it's fine. But uh, you Bob find did out, some work. Yeah, Bob did some work. Uh, well, what you find out is that they're in like the stardust desert. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to you. It's where Jotaro and friends wandered looking for Dio. <laughs> where is Dio Brando? <laughs> so they have a really badass fucking like about like a six minute fucking fight that's really well animated. And you're like, she is literally against the most impossible odds. There's no way that she can come out of this. This dude is a fucking juggernaut. But you get to see just how far she's come. The fight is super fucking great, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very cool. You see her use pretty much every trick, every tool that she has. And then, like, she actually uses Kay's spear to kind of get the upper hand here. Where she hits him with it, but it won't actually cover his entire body. Because he's, like, 12 and a half feet fucking tall. And about, like, 4 feet wide. Just massive. And it appears to have just gone around him. But then it does, like, 
a fucking 13 ghosts thing <laughs> where all of a sudden he starts to like slide across the top from uh, his waist just splits in half and he just falls on her there's like a big and dumb they do like a flashback where she's like I'm gonna let myself get assimilated yeah so I can find out what's going on <laughs> yeah she has some like really weird shower moments man like a lot of like panting moaning and like having two trauma. shower moments and yeah. the first one it's like pretty modest uh-huh. and the second one it's like oh here's nippleless titties yeah yeah <laughs> like, N- nippleless titties like the Street Fighter stable. animation yeah, <laughs> like uh, oh no, you see him in uh, Street Fighter. Oh yeah, I've seen him. I, I've seen him. I didn't. <laughs> I probably looked away. Like ah, oh, my my I eyes. See, I don't want to look at Chun in this light. Yeah, I can't see her like that, man. Yeah. I can't see her like that. So um, yeah, like she goes back, has like another like PTSD attack, and Zerum starts like venom symbiosis like attaching himself to her like pulling her into him just like he probably did with her brother and uh she starts having flashback like things with her brother and learning how to be a bounty hunter and all that and then she snaps out of it blows some holes through him and then uh fucking like gets out from under it and uh it like and tries to use its stretchy face yeah, it tries to use its stretchy face. After it like, barfs like milk on her? Yeah, it just, like, it doesn't seem to do anything. It just, like, blah, it just barfs milk on her. She's I don't know if it's like, maybe it's like when a fly eats something. Right, and it barfs on it first. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Though, like, the tiny face doesn't seem to, like, really do anything other than, like, bite and be creepy. And be mean. Yeah, and mean. <laughs> it just It's just a mean face. Yeah, it's like, eh. So, like, I, I can't quite remember. It's like it's floating or something like that. It's like standing somehow. And yeah, it's, like it's yeah, standing kinda, on tentacle it's things. It's propping itself up. Yeah, know, somehow. And then like the face attacks her, and she like totally fucking counterattacks, pulls out the hidden knife from her hair bead. Yeah. And then like grabs onto like the head, like the stretchy weird muscle thing that attached that's attached to the head, and just like digs like in, pulls. <laughs> yeah, just just totally fucking splits it in twain. That's apparently all it took. Yeah, like. Okay, so <laughs> the whole time that you've been, like, practicing as a swords master, you didn't think about just, like, cutting off the weird face when it stretches out and is creepy? Because as soon as she does that and she cuts all the way through the face, thus very splitting much it, yeah, it literally shrivels up. It, like, burns. Yeah. And, like, starts to disintegrate. And then she smushes, like, one of the little faces. Yeah. And Kay's like, hey, brother, ship! She's like, where, why, okay, and Let's then, go. like, before she hops in to the ship, you know, she stomps on the other yeah, face. They, oh, yeah, don't forget, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget the, the other, other face, though. And then, um, hops in the, hops in the little, uh, cruiser, and then the, the slight bond that had been building up, uh, over a very short amount of time that kind of gave you the idea that maybe Kay sees Iria as, like, a strong mother kind of figure, like cements finally when she's like I love you Erie and she's like I love you too Kay and they like ride off but close your eyes because it's sunrise here in the stardust desert and you will go blind you will go blind thanks mom so yeah like uh overall like that's that's where it ends it's a pretty good ending yeah um fun thing to add though is that it that is indeed like that is a prequel to uh the live action movie Zerumu and then Zerumu 2 so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun, I'd say. And like, I, I never watched the live action movies to be honest. I'm but, curious about them now, right? And I would um, watch them. Like you know, they they had a lot of really brilliant minds behind this anime in particular. Like, uh, for instance, like they had music by uh, Yoichiro Yashikawa, which you'll be hearing. Yeah, it's he did a fantastic fucking job. And, uh, like, he could literally, um, listen to music on a hand-turned or, like, electric gramophone, uh, and, like, play piano by, like, listening to that shit. Like, he would hear music on a gramophone and be like, oh, and just play it on piano. And, like, that's kind of how he taught himself. And, of course, like, you know, he went to university for all that shit. But, uh, like, he's, he's done a lot of music for all sorts of things. Like, you've probably listened to his music before. Uh, so, really interesting to have him back on there. And then, um, they overall had, like, three different screenplay writers 
which is pretty interesting. Uh, like, they, they split different episodes. Like, the first guy did, like, episode one and six, and then two and three, and then fucking four and five. Hmm. Yeah. Um, then, uh, it's, it's one of those things where you gotta remember, it's a sign of the times, like, this was one of the few breakout animes that, like, this group of people did. So... It's it's very it's 90s. Good. It's it's good. It's very nineties. This was done by Bandai Visual, of course. It's not safe from weird anime tropes like yeah. grabbing a titty on accident. And then <laughs> where is my steam bun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh funny thing, there was actually uh an Eria video game for the Super Famicom called Hyper Eria. Nice. Though it doesn't like follow anything of the OVA. I also remember this. I remember very briefly having seen this, and I kind of wish I would have fucking picked it up. But there was a game on the PlayStation called Zerum Zone. But <laughs> I, it probably, I probably thought, like, oh, that sounds like nightmares. No, thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Zerum Zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, while we're talking about the weird anime trope of grabbing the booby, uh, K says soft. And yeah. Iria says, you don't say. Yep. Like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I mean, if you really liked this, I would say, yeah, go watch uh, fucking Zerumu. It's good. It is. It's good. The whole thing was really good. Um, it moves, you know, it's like it moves pretty quick. Yeah, that's the beautiful be, thing about OVAs. It can be taken in in, like, one night, like my, like I did. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, like, you're talking six episodes and... People binge fucking Netflix for longer than that. So if you want a whole entire story with, like, a definitive beginning and ending, you know? Mm-hmm. And, again, in my honest opinion, watch the sub unless, like, you're in it to just kind of be, like, entertained and you don't really mind, like, having the story broken. Like, because the dub, of course, like, when we were first starting out dubbing anime for Americans, they didn't... They withheld a lot of harsh... Uh, words like content like anything that's like uh cussing stuff like that i mean you've seen cyber city oido yeah (laughs) (laughs) so why don't you just get off my back get off my back that's how it is yeah then again you wouldn't know a goddamn vampire if i jumped up and bit you on the end of your fucking dick (laughs) oh my god you're like no i have a fucking choice I watched so, like the first episode and there's F this, F that yeah. all over the place. Yeah. So it's just like, it's one of those weird things where it's like sometimes you would be like, okay, this is obviously going to have like the cussing and like it's going to have harsh content. But for whatever reason, fucking Iria did not. Yeah. But the, I, I think that that I was... I think it wasn't really in the subs. Really? Yeah. It wasn't really like harsh stuff really so i wonder if that was something that they left out of the subs as well but it's in the raw yeah that could be it i don't know right I don't so speak japanese learn japanese and then my main problem and then watch iria if you're a true fan yeah learn japanese and then watch the dub that's <laughs> the greatest achievement that you can achieve yes. achievements i'm an achievement hunter but yeah so i that's that's what I got for you, man. That's what I've been really excited to talk about all month. I really hope that uh, you check it out. Like I said, I really enjoy it. the creature in this. is is seriously like a pinnacle as far as sci fi horror goes. The creature design overall, yeah, is really good. Yeah, and um, in the whole world of mice, area, so, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And uh, it was something that I was kind of telling Tony, like, you know, the more you watch of this, and then when you go back and you watch other things, you're gonna see like oh, fuck, like, there's some stuff drawn off of that, you know? Uh, especially something with, like, a strong female lead that's a bounty hunter. Might sound familiar <laughs> to you. Little game, uh, little game called Metroid. Meatroid. Me- Meteoroid. Meteoroid, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. I just really, really liked it. Yeah, it's good. It was cool to come back after 20 years. Sorry that uh, my brother couldn't join us for the episode since he was the one who fucking showed it to me. I kind of feel like a sham. <laughs> thanks for all the influence fucker i'm maybe, a cool dude now maybe for a ninja scroll right oh yeah oh yeah mm. good stuff well i hope that uh that sated your thirst at least for a little while go watch fucking iria and then uh if you end up going to watch Zerumu, tell me how it is yeah because i want to know 
Yeah, I I don't know if I want to know enough to watch it though, Brent. Well, I don't know how much more of Sabrum I can deal with. You and me are a little different. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week with something a little bit more different to close out uh close out our wonderful fucking Halloween month with you. Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for sticking around with us. As always, you can uh, give some money to us if you've got some extra laying around, like with some pocket land over on the Patreon at uh, patreon.com backslash podcast for two people. If you're a listener and you're the person in South Carolina who won that like $1.6 billion. Yeah. Toss, <laughs> us, toss us like a fiver, bro. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> a fiver million. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, like that would all go towards uh, just like giving you guys better content, and it literally goes into the show. We're yeah. not using it for ourselves whatsoever. Uh, again, uh, if you're an artist and you'd like to get a hold of us to maybe do like a T-shirt design, we've got some pretty cool ideas that we want to do for our artists and everything like that. And plus, we just love art in general. So just holler at us. You can uh, email us at podcast for two people at gmail dot com. Or, or even just email to say, hey, what's up? Thanks for, you know, making a show. Or like, you guys suck dick. I'll be like, oh, sweet. Someone actually emailed us. Yeah. <laughs> Attention. Yeah, I, I love that. It uh, pops up as a notification on my phone. So if you can take 30 seconds out of my day to tell me I eat dicks, <laughs> that'd be pretty fucking funny, actually. All right, guys. Thanks so much Thank again. We'll see you uh, next week with something fun and tasty. I'm